And so Luke chapter 3, beginning in verse 1, I'm going to ask if you would stand as the scriptures read, please. Now in the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, Pontius Pilate being governor of Judea, Herod being tetrarch of Galilee, his brother Philip, tetrarch of Iturea, and the region of Trachonitis, and Licinius, tetrarch of Abilene, while Annas and Caiaphas were high priests, the word of God came to John, the son of Zacharias, in the wilderness. And he went into all the region around Jordan, preaching a baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. As it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah, the prophet saying, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Every valley shall be filled, every mountain and hill brought low. The crooked places shall be made straight, the rough ways smooth, and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. And then he said to the multitudes that came out to be baptized by him, Brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Therefore bear fruits worthy of repentance. Do not begin to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father, for I say to you that God is able to raise up children to Abraham from these stones. And even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Therefore every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. So the people asked him, saying, What shall we do then? He answered and said to them, He who has two tunics, let him give to him who has none. He who has food, let him do likewise. Then the tax collectors also came to be baptized and said to him, Teacher, what shall we do? He said to them, Collect no more than what is appointed you. Likewise, the soldiers asked him, saying, And what shall we do? He said to them, Do not intimidate anyone or false, accuse falsely, and be content with your wages. Now as the people were in expectation, all reason in their hearts about John, whether he was the Christ or not, John answered, saying to all, I indeed baptize you with water, but one mightier than I is coming, whose sandal strap I'm not worthy to loose. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand. He shall thoroughly clean out his threshing floor, gather the wheat into his barn. The chaff will he burn with unquenchable fire. And with many other exhortations, he preached to the people. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you how clearly it speaks to us concerning our place and your plan to reach the world with the news of the gospel. Help us to see that plan. Help us to find our place in your plan. In Jesus' name, amen. Quite specifically, it says in verse 2, And the word of the Lord came to John. The word of the Lord came to John. And in verse 3 it says, and he went preaching. So we see what John the Baptist was doing. The word of God came to John and John went preaching to share that word that God had given to him. And it says he was in the wilderness. If you look in the other English translations, the other gospel accounts of this, it quite said specifically, he was in the wilderness and people went out to him. And as they went out to him, Away from their everyday world, he preached to them about Jesus Christ and about a real life, about remission of sins. He preached the truth about sin. He preached the truth about our needs for salvation. He also introduced them to Jesus Christ. 
Even though Jesus Christ had not yet come on the scene, he said, he's coming. And then when he showed up, he just simply pointed to him and said, there he is, the Lamb of God. But he specifically addressed the needs of some people that came to him. And in verse 14, the soldiers asked him, saying, what shall we do? Now get this, soldiers. And we've already talked about the fact that the life of a military person is different from anything that you'll ever experience. I don't know what it's about, but some of you here do. You've been in the military. Military people are isolated. They're on a base. They're away from the everyday world. They're away from the real world. And they have no privacy. You're on a base with hundreds, maybe thousands of other people. Your life is all mixed up to them. So you go back to your room. You go back to your barracks. You're not home, are you? They don't really have a place to call home. Cadence International provides that place to call home. They have a place they can come. And just like these people that came apart from their everyday world to hear John speak in the wilderness, here came these soldiers. They came away from the barracks. They came away from their duty posts. They came and left all that behind, and they talked to somebody who was willing to tell them about Jesus Christ. Quite specifically, he ministered to soldiers. It wasn't something different from his work. It was all a very big part of his work, wasn't it? You might say, well, man, that was John the Baptist. What, what's that have to do with us? Jesus said in the book of Matthew chapter 28, the very last few verses, go into all the world, make disciples of all nations. That word nations doesn't mean countries. The word there is ethnos from which we get ethnic or people group. And in this country, there's a lot of different people groups. And our church, in our mission giving, strives to reach many different people groups. We reach, of course, American people groups. We reach Hispanic people groups in our mission giving. We reach, of course, Romanian people groups. We reach, of course, Central American people groups. All different people groups and our partners in our mission giving, but there is another people group, military. They're different from anyone else because of their unique life situation. And Cadence International reaches these people groups. There's another past description. I'm going to invite you to read it when you get home in the Acts chapter 10. In Acts chapter 10, there's the Apostle Peter who received this great commission to go to all different people groups. And you know who God sent him to in Acts chapter 10? A man named Cornelius. You know who Cornelius was? A centurion, a military man. And you know what he did? He said, Peter, you'll have to go where he is. Now, this is a big deal for Peter because he had to go to the house of a man that wasn't a Jew. That was big big out of his comfort zone. He said, you go to where he is and tell him about Jesus Christ. Cadence International goes to where the military people are and specifically where they live and will tell him about Jesus Christ. And that's exactly why we do what we do. So it's a part of our whole biblical perspective. We have a mandate to go to every people group. Why? Watch this, so nobody's left out. So nobody's left out, and that includes our men and women in the armed forces 
and we reach these people through the homestead, hospitality house, to love them, give them away, uh, a home away from home, to reach them where they are, reach them on the base. They can't come to our church. They're on the military base. They're, they can't leave. But you can reach them. And we can reach them through our help with them. So I ask you to prayerfully consider their special need. Their special need, they need $200,000. God's got plenty of money. Some of it's in our pockets, isn't it? So just ask you to pray about that. We'll be keeping up with him. But the main thing that we want to, to drive home before we close is this. We partner with Cadence because we share the heart of Christ that nobody be left out of the gospel message. And that includes you. I don't know where you are with Christ. This is a whole different service. But I invite you, even though we hadn't had a normal service, if God is talking to you about your need for salvation or your need for some other move, you know that right now. We're not going to end this service without giving you a chance to move and talk to God as we stand and sing. Number one hundred twenty-five. <laughs>